You're listening to the Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. It's your host, Monster Deface here, and we are back with another big episode. That's right, this is going to be an exciting one because we are talking new season of Fortnite, Fortnite fam. So thank you guys once again for tuning in with us. If you're listening from Spotify, Apple, Dash Radio, or any of your other favorite outlets, we thank you guys for rocking with us week after week. And yes, that's right. These are going to continue to come with me and my good friend Life with Panda because we're rocking it. But before we get there, y'all, we have some big news. Some of you guys may know that I run some of the largest competitive practice for the Fortnite scene. And if you didn't, now you do know. But it's the practice server releasing our new series of websites. It's going to be the openscrims.com, aka the place where anyone can walk in and get their practice on. We currently operate within the East, West, and EU scenes, and we have the largest Discord. So just pretty proud of my boys and all the team over at the Open Scrims because we launched one of our biggest projects to date. And I just thought the Fortnite fam, you guys over at the podcast, would love to know about what it is that we're doing. But all right, enough of the personal projects. My boy Life with Panda is here with us. What's Life with Panda, on? what's up, baby? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hope you all are having a wonderful week. I'm excited to dive into some topics today. And you already know, Fortnite community, we're going to be talking about the new season of Fortnite. Hey, man, that's exactly what it's all about. It's about getting to the nitty gritty. And for the first time, and dude, who knows how long, we had a season release on time now that comes <laughs> i was gonna say this this means something right does this mean that it was on time because it wasn't enough was it on time because hey they're just stepping up and they're looking to deliver stuff even amidst the pandemic we're gonna get mm -hmm. to those kind of topics and questions right now actually because panda i want to know your initial thoughts hot take new season give it to me all right everybody if you remember last podcast i said bring back the pump Guess what oh, happens? Yeah. The pump comes back. You can thank Monster and I. <laughs> so we single-handedly did that. You know, uh, listen, you already know the connection that Monster has to Epic. He already he gets all the information ahead of time. I'm just kidding. But the pump is back. I'm super pumped. It, pun intended. There you uh, go. It's an incredible season. I'm looking forward to seeing the way that this map evolves. Uh, really adding some additional touches to the map will be huge for us this season. Because right now, it's all these, this new loot pool, which is really exciting, but no new map. One, one POI adjustment, but it's not like a fully new POI. So I'm, ex I'm excited, number one, to see how the map evolves throughout the season. Number two, I'm ready for 100% chest spawns back. I don't know okay. about you, Monster, but not landing at a house that normally has three chests and none of the chest spawn drive me a little crazy all right all right so so we don't we know your first upset here or your, your two your two <laughs> semi complaints here and for those of you guys curious if you haven't logged into that fortnite world because i don't know you just like living vicariously through us basically what happened was the whole entire fortnite theme season is marvel so it's superheroes it's all kinds of your favorite iconic characters like wolverine being uh the tier 100 with some you know iconic skin alternatives and all that kind of good stuff so the the battle pass first of all is fire second of all the themed or, or the new poi in the game is doom's domain which drops a set of mythic weapons in its own and we'll be talking about the balance and the introduction or the reintroduction right the continuance of mythic items in this game um 
But what I wanted to get around to was, yes, exactly. You, you kind of hinted at it, right? You hinted at the map changing as the season was going to go on. Well, I just want to say, it's already happening, man. You're looking at rifts, mm -hmm. right, up here in the game. I don't know if the big Black Panda, rest in peace, uh, you know, the Black Panther is crazy. But uh, the Black Panther <laughs> that they introduced outside of the uh, Misty Metals on the southern portion of the map. Yeah. Now there's a huge statue there with more Rift to go locations. So it really feels like Epic and Fortnite and the story is leaning back into that Chapter 1 style where now the world is going to start going through its major changes. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All these little mini adjustments and mini drops that they've put in the game so far... While there's not a ton to them, they're really cool to kind of add to the story. Again, last week we talked about how Booga thought the story is disappearing. This is a perfect example of how the story is going on. It's happening in real life, not causing major changes, but still remaining prevalent throughout the, the first week of release of the new season. So I'm excited to see what other little places drop that are Marvel-themed throughout this season. Yeah, and, and there's, man, there's been some serious leaks, dude. So the, the mm -hmm. crazy thing about the Mythic Weapons is that the the last time we had our podcast, we spoke about, man, more Mythics like Chug Jug, Grappler, those balanced levels are fantastic. Like, keep those coming. They did that. Yeah. They introduced, like, the Groot's Ball, right? That mm -hmm. I think the Groot's Ball is a fantastic mobility item. You can jump in. It protects you from, you know, incoming fire for a limited duration. Yeah. And, of course, it heals you. So it, it's kind of a very balanced uh, item, utility, a Mythic. And not to mm -hmm. mention, it's the first time Mythics are accessible across, you know, a multitude of players. Before, you can only get one one Mythic, right? And that's it. It's out. One, but now you can grab multiples. And the drops, too, are random. So the Quinjets, when they come into the map with you, with the Battle Bus, they drop randomly, different every single time. So there's no guarantee where the Quinjet will drop. Obviously, there's going to be some assumption that it could drop in a specific area. And hopefully, it does drop in that area. But there's no guarantee it will drop in a specific area. The other nice thing about that group ball is the fact that it has a really balanced cooldown. So it's not like you can just hit the group ball, hit the group ball, hit the group ball, and keep healing, 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 or rolling through builds and everything else. No, you have a 25-second or 20 or 25-second cooldown following the use of the mythic item, which is something new that they've done with the any kind of mythics in the game is adding a cooldown. Now, yeah, there's one mythic item. I was going to say, except they forgot <laughs> to add it to the Doom's Gauntlets. Those things have infinite firing. And don't worry, before before we get into the balance of Doom's, <laughs> let's talk about the other, you know, utility-style mythic. The Silver yeah. Surfer Surfboard, right? I'm pretty sure it's called. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the it's Silver Surfer's uh, Surfboard. And it is, it's very similar to last season's Grappler. So it shoots you up, and then you glide in. So very balanced. Uh, and again, another mythic with a cooldown uh, that really adds a, an additional layer of mobility to the game that without launch pads is pretty necessary because that's one thing that is now missing in this new season is the launch pads. Okay, honestly, quick, quick hot take. I'm not mad about it. I was going to say, quick hot take. How do you feel about launch pads? I'm not mad that they're gone because the other mobility we have in the game, because uh, if you don't know, we have shockwaves now. We have the bouncers. We have the crash pads, which bouncers, again, previously vaulted a huge, I think, plus for the the competitive community. Always have I gone on Twitter and seen, we want bouncers back. Well, here they are. 
Now, you don't have launch pads, but with these other items and chili peppers and, and these mythic items, I think that's enough mobility for the game to make it work and then make players play smarter away from zone edge instead of just, you know, camping in zone, maybe hitting on those floppers. So I think the adjustment was definitely a, a plus. Okay, I'm not and, missing launch pads. And I, and I was just going to say, let's let's not forget the fact that the last time we didn't have launch pads in the game, it was squad season as well at the start of the chapter, which That's at true. first I think everyone took with a grain of salt because new map, no launch pads, like why, right? It was a big step back. But I think looking at the history and seeing how the game developed from then till now, yes, yeah. not having that additional mobility, especially when the competitive scene is going to be focused on team-based game modes, there's a level of balance there that we're striking here because, again... The, the team base, it's trios. You have 3x the amount of materials, right? You have your two teammates and yours yeah. together cumulatively allow you to have so much more options for rotation and stuff like that. So um, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. And I do also feel like there's a, a balance that they struck with introducing the bouncers back into the game. There are so many new strategies now being developed by the community with the combination of shockwaves and bouncers with crash pads. So we have... Three legit options that all take inventory space and your mythic weapons take inventory space. So it's kind of interesting seeing people, you know, come up with these new formulas, these new ways to rotate across. Um, it just shows you that Fortnite and the comp scene is ever changing, man. They're forever evolving and they're, they're doing it, man. They're doing it with these new items and they're bringing them all together or really with these old items, right? And finding new ways to put them yeah. to use. Well, yeah, I definitely agree. So the adaptability of this community is incredible. And it's it's kind of cool to see. You go on Twitter and you see all these people like tagging Monster, tagging Bala, tagging Sundown of like, hey, look what I figured out. I figured out how to launch myself 50 meters this way with a bouncer and a, and a crash pad. So it's really cool to see. And I'm super excited to see some other mythic abilities and maybe some, some more uh, mobility come into the game over the next couple months. Right, and and just while we're on mobility, yes, cars are back in competitive, or they're now introduced to competitive, so mm -hmm. vehicles are able to be driven around. I'm not sure why they introduced choppers back into comp, but those yeah. are there too. So everything that's in the public game mode seems to have wriggled its way into competitive, including the LMG, which I want to use this <laughs> as our segue to the gripes of the new season. What is it that the Fortnite comp scene has been you know, just, just outlashing against or not really too mm -hmm. happy about. Starting with your opinion, let's talk about the mythical Doom gauntlets. And I don't know what the explosion ball is called, but the explosive, <laughs> the meteor. Let's I'll just call it Doom's I've been calling meteor. It the Kamehameha. There you I'll, go. I literally, I'll be, I'll be out there. I get these gauntlets, man. I'm like, Kamehameha, and just throw it. So, <laughs> yes. um, but the other gauntlets, the ones that you can jet up and just endlessly shoot with, I I just don't know why out of all of them, right? This was the one that didn't get a cooldown because this one seemed like the one that would require the biggest cooldown. Right, you, you, you think you would think, but you know, I mean, we're we're at a point where uh, I think these mythic abilities are new to the game. They're trying something fresh. They they did. Nine out of nine out of ten is what I would give these mythic abilities, but this one, it's just you get into an end game and you have this thing blasting away at your walls. It's tough. 
Okay, so in for the for the Kamehameha, and for those of you guys that don't know, that's a Dragon Ball Z <laughs> reference. Okay, you youngins, all right, step it up. Youngins, My boomers out there got that quick, but no. Uh, so, <laughs> what, what do you what do you rate Doom's Explosion Ball? So the Explosion Ball, I I actually think it's pretty balanced. I don't think it's that strong, to be honest. It hits, I think, for a for fifty, not much. I think it was um, like it sixty does, or sixty-five or something like that. Yeah, maybe if you're closer. Like I feel like if you're mm. far away, it doesn't hit for as much. Maybe if you're closer, it hits more. That makes sense. But the one big thing about it, and the one utility I've personally used for it, is to light builds on fire and break builds. And I think that's something that isn't being utilized to its full effect yet. But watch, I think that's going to be huge. Watch, having these gauntlets that create this big ball over your head, you throw it, and all of a sudden it sets builds on fire. When a build is on fire, you can't edit that build, so you have to break out. It hurts you while you're doing. That. I mean, there's there's a lot of like like uh, potential there to get people out of boxes. So we'll see how that gets used in the future. Okay, wait, that's kind of interesting. So I never really thought about that. The fact that is that a real fact? When builds are on fire, you can't edit out. You cannot edit out of the builds when they are on fire, no. And now, last season in competitive, you couldn't light builds on fire. Right. So they didn't have, like, the uh, flare gun or the fireflies. Now you have Dr. Doom's hands that can light builds on fire, and you have the fireflies in competitive, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the fireflies so, are, are definitely there, and I want to talk about that, too. We're talking yeah. about an entire new mechanic that Fortnite you know, introduced to the game last season, but didn't leak into comp. Now we're seeing the destruction that could be this new, like you said, mechanic, right? This new flame thing that's happening because there's also fire traps too. So it seems like they want to bring this, this fire, you know, element to the game. Mm -hmm. I agree. And the fire traps, I will say, I haven't really been able to use them. I'm a little underwhelmed by them. Because if there's if there's a ramp in the box, they don't go off. Like they they don't tend to go off for much. However, I do see what Fortnite's attempting to do with with the fire and and controlling builds and trying to get people out of boxes. And I like it. I think you'll see more interesting plays in the future being used with this in this FNCS season. So I'm excited, especially because it's trios. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens. I will say that one new strategy that that I have seen being developed is you take two. So this is a this is a strategy reminiscent of the clinger strat from back in the day. So I'll break it down really quickly. But you take two gas canisters, you throw it on top of the box player, and mm -hmm. basically when the first one explodes, it'll trigger the second one to ignite, and the second one will slip through the builds, and it'll be unblockable essentially. You have a yeah, a, yeah you you basically slip a full gas canister into a box um not not that it's the most viable strategy but we're seeing again the innovation that is the fortnite scene we talk about how flexible mm. how adaptive these pros are and and that's where the highlights come from man that's where the fun of fortnite comes from and for our listeners at home man i know you guys have been rocking with us for years now or even through the roller coaster fortnite some of y'all may still play the game some of you guys may have just taken a back burner but if you guys haven't tried the new season i, I want to encourage you guys check out the new season man the marvel theme's dope that like us like we said the map is changing there's some remnants of the rifts coming back so it's really starting to get that old chapter one feel and more importantly competitive is starting to really see 
the craziness again. I know we're coming out of the summer bend. Usually things mm-hmm. kind of huddle down around this time. They always unleash the floodgates for the summer uh, content-wise. But I feel yeah. like this summer was kind of lax, right? We had like a pretty balanced, you know, series uh, season per se. Yeah. Um, but things are ramping up short. now. Yeah, it kind of was, right? You know, when it, we're it used was... to 30-day extensions. Mm-hmm, exactly. I mean, and this season too, right? So we start, we're starting now in the end of August, beginning of September. Supposedly, this season goes into December from what I've seen. So this is going to be one of the longest scheduled seasons that we've ever seen. So it's going to be really interesting to see how the season evolves, not only with the Marvel storyline, but also with Halloween, with Thanksgiving, with with uh, Epic or Fortnite's birthday coming up here soon, the Battle Royale's birthday. Oh, so true. There, there's a lot of things to think about and, and how the game's going to evolve over the next couple months in this one season. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great point, man. I remember the last time Fortnite's birthday came around. Dude, they gave, like, the birthday skin. They were giving out a lot of free stuff, a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. They had a, uh, what was it, like, 14-day event or something like that or, like, a 10-day event with a bunch of challenges yeah, yeah. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And you had, like, a cake, like, cakes in different spots that you right. could eat. They were consumables. Uh, they had a cake back bling. I mean, it was a really cool uh, idea. Uh, for them to put into the game, put some different stuff in, and kind of change it up, make it a little bit more exciting for them celebrating their birthday. All right, I'm Googling right now. When is Fortnite's birthday? Let's see here. <laughs> Fortnite's birthday is July 3rd. Oh, wait a second. July wait. 31st? Did we miss it? No, no, no. no. So it's the impossible, Battle Royale's right? birthday is in <laughs> September. Okay, okay. Fortnite's BR birthday. Here it is. Guys, Google is your friend. I don't know. It says July 24th. What if... What if they just skipped over it? What if it already no. happened and we didn't get a, the big celebration? Listen, Monster, if I don't get some kind of cake, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So, I mean, you set the stage for something interesting that could potentially happen. I don't know, man. We might have missed this one. Might have missed this yeah. one. Yeah. But yeah, it, I think it was Fire Monkey on Twitter mentioned something about a BR birthday coming up and that he may have mm. seen something coming in the works so it's potential to be there maybe they skipped to the normal birthday and went for strictly the br birthday true i, I don't know i they, mean they could be they could be moving late. it they could be moved to more like an international birthday right because the release of uh servers in in the asia regions and the middle eastern and all that kind of stuff they could have a different date a more um that's true a worldwide, worldwide yeah more worldwide date so makes a lot of sense that's something that I will be looking forward to. Um, I just want to give a couple of shout-outs, or I just want to talk about the pros and how they react pretty much to the new season. Um, yeah. What do you think is the general consensus from the the pro community? So, very positive. I think the one major complaint that we've seen overall, I kind of mentioned it in the beginning, was the lack of 100% chest spawn rate. Now... I get maybe more or less what the thought was from Epic and Fortnite. They were like, hey, listen, it's harder to split a drop zone or a drop spot if uh, you don't have 100% chest spawn, right? But this season is trios. This isn't solos. You're not splitting drop spots in trios. You're, you're You're fighting those drops, or at least you're more likely to fight those drops. So... I'm interested in why or what the thought process was behind reducing that spawn rate. Uh, but I definitely am on, on, on the side of the pros here 
in saying that we definitely want 100% chest spawn rate back. Yeah, I feel like I'm happy with a middle, and, and I may be on the, uh, you know, going against the current here. I might be swimming against the current here, but yeah. I, I do feel like major POIs should probably have the current reduced spawn rate in, in action, right? So where you okay. land on a drop spot, it's probably not going to give you... A, maybe it'll give you a chest, maybe it won't, right? So, but, but because you have so much more space to work around. But then any point of interest or any uh, POI outside or any, any shack outside, any chest that spawns outside of a major drop spot, a named location should have 100% rates. So that way you can incentivize those scavenger routes to not really destroy people's preparation that comes into their competitive loot routes. But at yeah. least you still strike a balance with, you know, forcing the agenda of players to fight in those drop spots and, and push other players out. Because I think the problem is that when you take away the 100% spawn rates, you're not just influencing the competitive players and, and the way that they prepare for their games, but you're influencing the way coaches abilities are to even play a role right like you're talking a lot yeah. a lot bigger scope you're talking about everything that's involved in making a pro excel as a top tier as with game knowledge not just mechanical skill known because i think the beautiful thing about fortnite is you can excel as a pro that knows how to press your keys really fast or just knows how to position yourself really fast and where we stand right now we have a nice balance of both at the top of the food chain so let me play a little bit of a devil's advocate here to the point that you just made. So Caddy Corner is a named location, right? Now, the spot on the hill above Caddy Corner is not. Right. The chest spawns and floor spawns are more located on the hill than they are in Caddy Corner. So for a POI like Caddy Corner, not to have 100% spawn rate or at least a higher chest spawn rate, right? it makes it difficult to even utilize that named location unless you're landing the hill, rotating in, and then rotating out. Yes, but this is what BR is all about, right? You got to think about, you got to, if you want the best loot, you're going to have to take the risk for it regardless. It doesn't matter, really matter how you, how you slice the pizza, right? If you want the big slice, you got to go for it. Otherwise, someone's going to get the short end, and that's just the nature of BRs. But more importantly, I mean, till this date, like, you really look at these drop spots. They've never been competitive balance first, right? Like you can yeah. you can look at every single season, whether it be shoot even the introduction of the block from back in the day when <laughs> the community would build these ridiculous, uh, you know, domes of drop spots, and they would have just just insane loot. Um, and legendary yeah. chest guaranteed. Those were not balanced, but they were also in. You know, I think th I think there was a block in the Fortnite World Cup that just like, hey, this is the community block. It's there, yeah. right? So like, and that th these things are not built for balance. No, it, and you're you're right, Monster. I agree. So they've never been about balancing it, but maybe this is their their chance to kind of shine. Maybe uh, add some kind of balance to it overall. I don't know, but. I'm looking forward to maybe at least an increased chest spawn rate overall or do something similar to what you said. All the unnamed locations get that 100% spawn rate and then lower the spawn rate in actual named POIs. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how the season evolves, the way this is, or if they decide to maybe up the spawn rate. It'll be interesting to see, but we got a long season ahead, so let's hope something happens, at least in that realm. All right, Epic, how many hashtag free Fortnites we got to do now to get Listen, something going here? I said I said this, right? Look, you give me 100% chest spawn rate back, 
I will print free Fortnite merch and give it away for free. There you go, right? Like, there like, what go. is it that we got to do? How how can we work together on this one and make the comp season happy? Because uh, or the comp scene happy? Because honestly, what I I do think that they've gotten a really good balance of of weapons this time around. Like the the overall loop pool is pretty decent. It's all good. Yeah. I know some some pros are not very happy about boogie bombs being in the game as well. This is one that we can you know hit a hit a quick quick take on um my take on boogie bombs i think from the outside looking in from like a content perspective you know you want to root for it It, it's one of the coolest items in the game it's like an iconic item it it literally captures Mm -hmm. what fortnite is it's dancing and it's it's frustration because once you're under the effects you can't do anything about it and in my personal setup right i have the glow up uh boogie bomb from back in the day the one that you could pick up at like walmart or anything and it was in almost every aisle. I picked one up just for my setup to have because it was iconic. It was more or less the definition of Fortnite in one right. item. So I, I'm I'm excited they're back. I get that the competitive scene is can be a little bit frustrated, but this is one of those things uh, that I'll just say you might just have to adapt because the boogie <laughs> yeah. bomb. Look, the boogie bomb is not like the removal of the pump. It is not. Uh, something as big as like launch pads and chapter right. two season one. It's not, it's just not that deep personally, but I mean, that's just me. I like to see boogie bombs in action. And I, and so far in arena, I've been loving using boogie bombs to kind of win back fights that maybe I was ultimately losing in the beginning. And that's the thing I've seen pros. I'm not sure if it was a pro from team liquid stretch or if it was a pro from TSM, which might've been Macwood, but one of the two said boogie bombs are stronger than the mythic shockwave from last season. I think, I think he must've fell and hit his head. He, he was probably frustrated, probably just got smoked by one, right? Just got wrecked by dude with a pump. Um, and that also brings another question, which, which is kind of interesting. I'm seeing some pros say that they're actually not too happy that the legendary and purple variant, of the pump is in the game and here's their hmm. argument because bad players and i'm quoting like quite literally here the quote for quote bad players hmm. can easily just basically bail themselves out of the situation that they got themselves in which i mean i kind of agree right because the pumps man they smack hard and they're not like the charge that needs a little bit more finesse a little bit more timing on yeah. them um so what do you think do you think that yes of course hallelujah uh, pumps are back i've been enjoying them uh, but yeah. purple and gold variants should be banned from the loot pool? Look, I don't personally. So it's it might not be the hot take in the community, but what I'm going to say is I think the purple and gold uh, pump allow for a more exciting viewer experience mm. as well as a more exciting experience as a player. I can make more significant plays with a purple or gold pump than I can with any other gun in the game. I can whether it's like that corner uh, peanut butter edit, and then I can hit that nice shot from above. I can mongrel classic, hit the pump. Like, I can do that with, with a pump. I can't do that with with a charge. because Or you can, but it takes more time. It makes you more vulnerable. And if guess what? If that other person has a pump, you're not going to win that fight. Yeah, but, the pull out, but but the, mm-hmm. the question is, it's not whether or not, you know, the pump should be in the game, because you can still do it with a blue pump, but... Is it that there's too much damage behind the purple and gold is what we're leaning at? You know, I don't think so. Okay. I think what I think blue you can do a lot with a blue pump. Don't get me wrong. But you have to think what are the odds that you get a purple or gold pump 
and you didn't upgrade it yourself. True. Tis so true. That, that's what you have to think about. I can't tell you how many times. It's been definitely less than three, and I've played a lot of games of Fortnite this season. Um, it's been less than three times that maybe I've gotten it out of a mythic specific chest. Right. And that's it. And, and again, there's so many items that can fall out at this point that, yes, mm -hmm. you're right. It's very unlikely that you're just going to land on one. And if you do, well, hey, uh, RNG Jesus is on your side. Um, exactly. talk, talk about shotguns. We're not going to discuss this one. We're just going to put this one straight in the trash can. It's the combat shotgun. The nerf. <laughs> I don't know what they did. Not even worth getting into. All I'm saying is, hey, if you want people to play with a combat shotgun, yes, it's back in the game. It's a certain play style, but man, nerfed it into the ground. Jeez, dude. Yeah. Like, like, And only blue ones drop. So you have to upgrade it to a purple or gold if you want a, a better charge or a better um combat shotgun now i i thought i always thought right that the combat shotgun the original combat shotgun was pretty powerful with that range and the damage that it could do so i was excited to see it nerf but i think you're right i think they just nerfed it into the ground yeah i think like we said we'll, we'll leave it in the dumpster for now when epic hits it up next season or next patch we'll uh we'll, we'll rediscuss <laughs> we'll, we'll hit that we'll conversation back um i i want to talk about though like just just as a whole man uh mm -hmm. we've we've gone through the loophole we've gone through the changes of the new season Let, yeah. let's let's look at the broader picture uh how do you how do you believe that season four has affected fortnite as a whole do you think that it's rejuvenate uh, rejuvenated that competitive love for it the spirit from the from the community because i think the content scene i know we're talking a lot about comp here but i think yeah. the content creators are very very much happy that we have all this new stuff back in the game especially fun items like the boogie bomb yeah so what i'll say is i saw a tweet the other day from courage jd saying warzone has so many issues that he's ready to come back to fortnite full time because of this wow. new season so what does that tell you that tells you that they they have done the definition of rejuvenate with season four. So I'm I'm really excited to see what they do. I hope they maintain this momentum. And if they do, I, I genuinely believe this will be that rejuvenation we've all been looking for in Fortnite. That's actually crazy. I, I didn't see Courage post about that, but what do you think that would do to the ecosystem that is the Fortnite scene right now? Because when you look at the Twitch directory and... You know all the all the pros they're at the top now there's really not that many just content creators like we were in an era where you know the the cypher pks dr lupo the ninjas right the courages yeah. the tim the Tatmans, they were the content the nick mercs they were running the scene they all stepped mm -hmm. away and fortnite became this sweaty mold of 15 year olds that probably don't shower and don't deodorize before <laughs> getting on, but they're good and people want to watch them play. So exactly. that's the category right now. Do you think there's still space, even like on a viewership level for the casual player, the ca casual content creator to shine? You know, I do, right? Especially with some of these new LTMs they're starting to incorporate and with the new items they've brought back mm. into this loop pool. And like, I'm going to quote here Courage's exact tweet, right? Are you ready? Yeah, let me hear it. Warzone has me so tilted right now. I'm about to become a Fortnite-only gamer again. What? And for again, for someone in his position to say that, Fortnite has to be doing something right at the right time because Warzone is doing a whole lot of wrong 
<laughs> a whole you know, lot. Listen, of I'm the, this is the Fortnite podcast, not the Warzone podcast, so we won't. Get, we're not going to get into that. But uh, Fortnite is definitely doing something right with this new season, and it's definitely piquing the interest of some of these major content creators. So, will we see that reunion? That Lupo, Tim, Courage, Ninja in a squad game together? I guess we'll have to wait and see. Hey, I do, I do want to tip my hat, though, to the Call of Duty team. I think the game's so fun, but it might be the biggest fumble with, like, cheaters, right? And we, we yeah. talk about, and I'm so happy, like, Epic and, you know, the Fortnite scene has really simmered down on the whole cheating debate. Maybe because there's no tournaments happening right now. But, um, yeah. you know, I mean, it's feel it's been pretty refreshing to see the timeline full of, uh, you know, just like gameplay stuff, right? Or thoughts on the new season, and it hasn't been too bad. Like outside of the the couple of rants about, hey, let's let's really look out for 100% chest spawn rates. What's up with these mythic, yeah. uh, you know, mythic doom items? Yada yada. It's a lot less than it was before. So um, they have stepped it up, and and they've done the right thing. But the difference is, I feel like this all started up trending literally after Epic released that blog post, just talking about, hey. Here's a deal with cheating. This is what we're going to do. Here's how we're stepping it up, mm -hmm. right? And we're going to action these players. All of a sudden, that's just what the people want, right? That's what the, the the you know, when the baby cries, just give them the pacifier, right? Yeah. Like, hello, all you have to do is, like, you know, they gave us the pacifier, dude. Everyone's kind of, yeah, they're just kind of vibing out right now. And that's all because of the communication coming out of Epic. So they did it once. Will they continue is the true question here. That's the real question here. Well, I guess we'll find out with the first update, 14.1. Hopefully coming out next week, uh, we'll see maybe some patch notes or at least some like minimal patch notes. Just give us some level of communication as to what's going into or onto the servers. Hey, That's well, all I ask for. Uh, I, and, I, and I'm agree with you on that one. And on that note, we're going to be heading out the door. We're going to leave that up in the air for Epic. Panda, <laughs> I want to give you the floor, man. Shout yourself out. Let the people at home, let the Fortnite family know where they can find you throughout the week. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I am on Twitch uh, Monday through Saturday, 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, twitch.tv slash lifewithpanda, and on Twitter, lifewpanda. And uh, Monster, where, where, they, where can they find you? Hey, man, before we get there, though, don't forget Fortnite, Pam, send all your complaints to the Fortnite podcast at gmail.com. And, of course, you know, leave us a little rating on Apple and Spotify and all that good stuff so more people can find us. But with that, you can find your boy MDF, as always, guys, at Monster Deface on YouTube. Content's up 24-7. Twitch did dirt out today, so I do apologize for lack of live stream. Can't record right now. But, hey, we're going to be doing stuff all weekend long. A lot of big content coming up as well with DreamHack, FNCS, and other community tournaments. So stay tuned for the casting. Stay tuned for all the cool projects that we have. And also, check out OprahScrims.com, man. Get your practice on. All right, fam? So we'll see you guys in the next episode. And let's not forget to dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales.